You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K. And once again, I'm here to remind you, if you don't already have NBA 2K23, then make sure you hit the link in our description and get your hands on a copy. I've been playing it almost every single day since this came out. I've had a great time with it. My friends have been online with me. We've been having a laugh, getting some buckets online. And also, in the description of this podcast, you will find a link to join the Discord, a very exclusive Discord just for listeners of this show. So make sure you are one of the first members to join. Without further ado, BJ Armstrong is with me as always. We've got a lot to talk about, BJ. We've got a lot to talk about. (laughs) NBA Media Day. In the last episode, yesterday, we spoke about Jay Crowder being traded. And... As always happens, the second we finished recording, Shams Trevania came out with the report and he said the Celtics, Heat, Mavericks and Grizzlies could have an interest in the Phoenix Suns forward. The Mavericks? That's a good... That, that's You know what? I didn't think about them. That's a good one. That's if a good one. It depends on what the package would be. If they can get rid of Bertans and get Crowder instead, I don't know if the salaries will match because Bertans makes a bit more, but I would like that fit. But let's talk about the Phoenix Suns because I don't know if you saw at Media Today today, a lot of teams were out there having fun. We'll talk about the Pelicans in a minute. We'll talk about the Kings in a minute. But the Phoenix Suns didn't look like they were having fun. In particular, DeAndre Ayton. He looked like he did not want to be there in the slightest. Did you see any of that? I did not. But go ahead. Tell me about it. He looked absolutely miserable. He looked like they were forcing him to be there, which they were, seeing as he signed his qualifying offer elsewhere. And the Suns just all around didn't have a great time. Jay Crowder wants out. Chris Paul said he learned absolutely nothing from the series against the Dallas Mavericks. DeAndre Ayton looked like a hostage. The Suns' vibes, as we saw for the past two years, the fellas, as they call themselves, with their weightlifting after their games and their dancing in the warm-ups, learned absolutely nothing. And we can't forget Devin Booker just saying, that's not the Robert Sava I knew over and over again about the Robert Sava allegations and not allegations, but you know, the whole situation with him. The vibes looked very low. What do you think about the situation with DeAndre Ayton? He's a young player, very young player, number one pick in a draft, but clearly does not want to be in Phoenix with the Suns. He can be traded after January the 10th, I believe. But what do you think about the young fella who seemed absolutely miserable after signing his contract extension? Well, I, I didn't see, you know, I didn't see it, but he, here's the thing. We can you play know, the quote. We, we could play the quote if you want. It might give yeah, you a better please, insight. Please, let me, give, let me play the some, quote for the people. Some. Here we go. Here's the quote. Obviously getting the, getting the deal. Um, just maybe your, your thoughts that now that, that, that you got that, maybe it was your initial reaction once the size match, the place was all. I was happy. It was all done. I guess. That's it? Yep. Okay. And if you watch the video, you can tell that he clearly was not happy in the slightest. Do you think this is going to be an issue for the team? You know, Mo, I, I think when you're, when you're younger, you, you, you gravitate to the emotion and the theatrics of a situation. As you get older, Mo, you begin to understand the business. And he accomplished 
what every player tries to accomplish when they come into this league, right? You, you play, you, you know, you, you find a home, you find your rhythm and hopefully you can secure some financial security for yourself. Well, job well done for DeAndre Ayton. A lot of times when you're young, well, you don't really understand the business and you really believe that the Indiana Pacers is different than the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns is different than New Orleans. New Orleans is different than Orlando. And as you mature into this league, you understand it's one league. <laughs> just, just, it's just, you know, it's different segments of the same league <laughs> playing for the same thing and it's one league okay mm -hmm. right now deandre ayton it appears to be and again i didn't see it i haven't spoken to him but he appears to be in his emotional feelings at the moment you know mo they call it professional sports for a reason and as a professional you learn the following you you never allow your feelings to get in the way of your business and as a professional athlete, you got to figure out how to come out there and perform and play. Nothing mm -hmm. wrong with the way he's feeling. That's quite normal. I expect that being a young person myself, I understand that. However, as you mature, you, you learn the following. And this is a great lesson. You know, I, I have young adults, right, in college. I have young kids. And I always, I always encourage them, your mind has to be stronger than your emotions. Your mind has to be stronger than your emotions. So as tough as maybe what he, what he was feeling, truthfully speaking, it's one leak. And he's got to find out, he's got to find a way to be professional in this scenario, no matter where he's at. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish him the best of luck. He's a terrific young player, a terrific young talent. And a lot of times, Mo, it's not what happens to you, it's how you deal with it. So hopefully he'll figure out how to deal with it and move on and look back on his career because he is young enough to where this shouldn't be his last big deal. Yeah, okay. oh, 100%. He was the number one pick in the draft. Rookie that's what I'm saying. So, uh, so that's what I'm saying. So I'm looking at this guy going, okay, this guy's got a chance to make like $400 million of guaranteed contracts. Mm -hmm. What's the problem here? And he's mm -hmm. right on pace. However, this is a 55-year-old man talking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, 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 Mo, you and I just secured $170 million. Is that what he got? Something like that? Uh, I wish we secured $170 million. Yeah, you and oh. I just secured that. So we're like, okay. And I'm 20-something years old and I'm the starting center. Uh, Generational I, I, wealth. Generational yeah, wealth just, has so been secured I, I get already. It. But again, I would hope that he can come through this and see that you know what it's not that bad and, mm -hmm. and he'll he'll figure it out well the vibes were low in phoenix but the vibes were extremely high in new orleans as zion williamson as i've been telling everyone this summer when no one wanted to listen is in amazing shape he came out all smiles looking absolutely on top physical form and you know cj was there all smiles after signing his extension what does that mean for a guy like about. what does that mean for zion he looks in top physical form. What does that mean? Give me a better description. Well, there were people who criticized 
um, him for carrying excess body fat. And the way he looked today looked like he had almost no body fat remaining. What, you guys and it was looking just under his shirt or something? What, you guys, what, 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 well, you the, the jersey was baggy hanging off him at the front. Oh, you got a bigger jersey. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I mean, come on. I'm, I'm telling you this. But anyway, I CJ mean, McCollum. Well, CJ McCollum signed his extension. We didn't talk about that this week. Um, yeah. He signed a contract extension, which is a two-year, $64 million deal which will take him to stay with the New Orleans Pelicans through the 2025-2026 season. And his new deal basically is a four-year, $133 million deal, roughly around 20% of the salary cap, which is a good way of looking at it. Um, a lot of people call this an overpay. But for me, I like the veteran leadership that CJ can bring, head of the Players Association and all that good stuff. Also, when the game slows down in the playoffs, he's another option that could go out, create in the half court and score in the mid-range. Also, he played fantastically at the point guard position. We all know he's a two guard from playing in Portland, but when he was given the ball handling responsibilities, when he went to the Pelicans, I think he did a fantastic job. Now, if they put out a lineup of CJ and Herb Jones in the backcourt with Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Jonas Valanciunas, that's a lot of size in that lineup. That's a lot of height, a lot of wingspan. I like what they're doing there. What do you think about CJ getting that extension with the Pelicans? I, I don't have a problem with the extension. I I, I think CJ is a uh, you know, CJ is one of my favorite players. He, you know what? He's not one of my favorite. He's probably my favorite. He, he's who you think would be you if you played today. Am I right? I think if I was, yeah. I mean, CJ is, you know, he's I mean, he's a pro. I mean, he 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 figures it out. I I really enjoy watching him play. Now, here's the thing I'm most interested in is the spacing on the floor. I'm really interested in how they're going to play with this, with this group. Why do I say that? Because Valanchunas is a 18 to 22 point score a night, Mm -hmm. but he's a big and he's going to demand touches. And now you're incorporating their best talent. I'm not saying he's the best player, but you're incorporating the best talent. He should be best the, the best player but he's the best talent without question on the floor and it's going to be interesting to see how he plays why because you just can't put him on the box because he's an undersized player so you're going to have to give him space so that he can spin and utilize his quickness and slash and do those things mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. when he was at his best he was kind of like a point forward yeah one thing that i used to love watching was when they had jj reddick on the pelicans zion williamson yeah they put him in the pick and roll with zion williamson as the ball handler jj reddick or another shooter now Devontae graham or maybe even cj mccollum will set the screen for zion he comes off the screen attacking downhill bear in mind now you've got a smaller player who has to think about switching onto him or a bigger player that has to try and go through a screen below or over if you go over the screen zion's blown by if you go under or if you're a bigger player it's harder to go under a screen and still keep up uh, and then you'd have the shooter flare to the wing and more times than not they'd be wide open at the three-point line because zion commands so much attention so like a point yeah He's like a point, and you get. I remember, I remember vividly watching him play one night, and they would give him the ball in the middle of the floor, spread the floor around him, and then he would kind of 
you know, he was so quick, you couldn't get on him. And he was started to shoot threes a little bit. He started to expand his game away from the room. I mean, he was like interesting and he was shooting at a high percentage and he's so quick that you just can't, you know, you, you, you know, you, you it's not like you're going to bump him off his, of a spot at his size and strength. Now, I'm saying all of this to say the following because you have Brandon Ingram, who is wow. I mean, yeah, they the call him KD like, Light. Okay, he's okay. Herb, I think, is ready to take another step. You Already, know, I, in the second I, year, he, yeah, in the second lockdown, year. he's going to be all NBA defense this year. That's my prediction. Yeah, Herb, Herb is wow. And then you got CJ, who you know he's he's a silent twenty something points a night. Yep, if he needs to be. Now, I, I, by my calculation, that's that's almost, you know, what is that? That's we're talking about a hundred and I just I just these these are good problems up, to like, have a hundred points. Yeah, I just added <laughs> it up about a hundred some points. I didn't even put the bench in. I didn't. These, these are good problems high. to have. Yeah, these are good problems to have. However, as you know, Mo, sometimes you have these problems and they never figure them out because everyone, no one wants to step on on mm-hmm. anyone's toes. So. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be interesting to see the dynamics of this group. I wouldn't be surprised if they got off to a slow start, but I like the talent. I mean, and you know, my guy, Willie Green, what up though? You know, (laughs) Willie, you know, Willie going to keep it a hundred, you know, um, over there on the sideline. So, um, but it's going to be fascinating to watch them play. I, 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 I think there's going to be probably not as smooth as people think maybe, but I, I, I like the talent. I like what they're doing. And of course, I'm going to be, I want to keep a close eye on Zion. I, I want to see him and I would love to see him healthy. I mean, mm-hmm. that would be fun to see him healthy, to see him and a healthy Brandon Ingram, CJ McCullough, Herb, Valanchunas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, was it Alvarez? Mm-hmm. Is that the kid? Is it Alvarado? Alvarez is a Alvarado. Yeah, Alvarado. Yeah, Alvarado. Yeah. And so excuse me, excuse me. So I'm, I think they, I'm excited. I think they got a good, a good team. I'm excited. But speaking of guys that are looking in shape and having lost weight, James Harden was asked how much weight he lost. He said a hundred pounds. Tweet that. Now I don't think he literally meant a hundred pounds, but James Harden has been putting in work, and I don't think it's even a weight loss issue for him. I think it's finally him getting healthy. We all know he had hamstring issues last season. And while I was streaming on Twitch, if you guys want to watch me on Twitch, I stream almost every day. Hoop Genius is the username. Um, we were talking in the chat about the Philadelphia 76ers. And I said, I think the Sixers will be the number one seed in the Eastern Conference this year. And I think All not right. only will you we went have... out on a limb. You went out on a limb. No, you no, went out on a limb. This no, year. no, no, no. But, but like by quite a distance because you have Embiid, who's going to be going for MVP and defense player of the year. Embiid says something interesting. He says, I'm going to stop waiting for the fourth quarter to come around to start playing defense properly. And I'm going to play it for the whole game, which I thought was kind of a weird thing for him to say. And they've got a healthy James Harden, They've got Tyrese Maxey, who I think could be an all-star this season. And even if he's not picked for the all-star team, he should be at that all-star level. They've got Montrez Harrell coming off the bench. They've got PJ Tugger. They've got a nice deep squad. What do you think about this now? James Harden, will he settle into that role of the secondary option on the team? Or do you think... This is what I like. This is what I like. This is what I like about this team. As an ex- as an executive, let's think. Let's look at the game as an executive and as a head coach. As an executive, I really like this team because now you have a guy coming off the bench who can carry the game on the offensive end and the defensive end 
for a half a quarter or quarter or more. Who is that? Sorry. My Montrez Harrell. Okay. Montrez can carry the game. That will allow Doc to be able to go to his bench. Your best teacher is the bench. Now, why am I excited about that move? Because now that team can win if someone doesn't hold, doesn't play the game the right way. And that somebody is James Harden. Now, James Harden this year, we, we all gave him a pass because of everything you noted. We knew he was out of shape. We knew he was hurt. But give him credit. He, he tried to play through it. Give him credit. However, this year, if for some reason he misses a rotation, if he's not playing the game the right way, Doc Rivers has other options. Mm-hmm. And, and not only does he have other options, they can win. You know, you, you have Tobias Harris. You have, uh, uh, what's the, the, the Maxi kid. Mm-hmm. You have Montrez. Mm-hmm. You have P.J. Tucker. You have, is it Tybal, right? It, yeah, Matisse Tybal's offering you no offense. Tybal. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah, but, but, but he is a quality player in the NBA. He's a quality defender, yes. Yes. You have, of course, the big fella. Jojo. And if James Harden shows up, I think they're head and shoulders above everyone else. Exactly. If James Harden doesn't show up, then they can still win. But, you know, James, you got you to gotta get the memo. We play defense here. We, we do the extra rotations. We die for loose balls. Mm-hmm. And I think now Doc Rivers is going to get back to coaching the team that's more in line with how he coaches, which is he's blue collar. Defense first. Defense. So I, I think James Harden now understands what's expected of him. But more importantly, this team isn't built around J- just giving the ball to James Harden at the top, watching him dribble and watching him do his thing. You can do your thing, James, but we also expecting you to do the other things. So I think this is exciting for Philly. I hope the big fella plays defense for fourth quarter. You know, I hope because if, if he plays defense, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Now you're now, you know, if you're Milwaukee, you're really concerned because he can match the strength of Giannis. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it. I, 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 I'm waiting to see these guys play. But I like it from from the standpoint of the coaches. I think Doc Rivers now can coach this team. So speaking of big men who play defense, your good friend JaVale McGee was asked, what would be a successful season for the Mavericks? His reply was, NBA championship. No, two-time back-to-back. I don't know how JaVale's planning on winning two championships in one year, but I love the mentality. I love the optimism. Well, yeah, I I, I think JaVale... JaVale's had a, you know, he just had a career that you go on. Wow. I mean, he really just, he's put it together. And the fact that he understands what it takes to win the final game of the season and to be able to have a veteran put that idea into Luca because Luca is perhaps okay. Arguably one of the top two or three best players right now in the entire world. I don't think it's an argument. I don't even think it's an argument. Yeah, certainly offensively, he may be the best player. 
just mm-hmm. on the offensive end. He may he may be the best player right now in the world from an offensive standpoint. And to know that Luca has to look at him and go, this guy's been there. He's played with LeBron. He's played with Steph Curry. And he thinks that we have a shot. I think it says something. Mm-hmm. I like what they're saying. Now, obviously, you got to go out and do it. But I like the idea of putting that in Luca to say, hey, and you know what? You, you know what? You know what's the hardest thing to do, Mo, is to win one. That's difficult. But to repeat, oh my. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the Mavericks. Yeah. We're picking up all sorts of headlines because they said that Christian Wood would not be in the starting lineup, which was kind of an assumption, even though they traded for him. They said they're going to start with Luca, Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, Reggie Bullock, and JaVale McGee, and Christian Wood would be coming off the bench in the sixth-man role. So which Christian Wood went on Twitter and typed LOL full stop tweet, and he didn't seem too happy. What do you think about that? If I... I, I, I... You know what? You know, I just sat here and and just gave Montrez Harrell in Philadelphia mm-hmm. an incredible amount of praise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Mo, when you're young, you tend to focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. As you come into your, you begin to find yourself a little bit. You begin to mature a little bit. You began to understand what you're doing and why you're playing, and and you and you and, and things become a little clearer. Now, if Mr. Woods can come off the bench, I don't even look at him as a. I don't get into the starter and, and all these things. They brought this kid in here to figure out how to average 18 to 20 points a game. Let's just be honest. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm looking at this opportunity. I have an opportunity. Basically, what Coach Kidd has done is given him a license to be the very best version of himself, saying, I don't want you to play a role and just play alongside Luca. Because I know when I play with, when you play as a starter with Luca, guess who's going to be handling the ball 99.9% of the time? <laughs> Not Christian Wood. <laughs> okay. Okay. He just basically said, every time Luca comes out of the game, you're the next best option, and I'm running the entire offense through you. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you an opportunity to win, be the sixth man of the year, and be our version of a nightmare matchup. Because there's not a lot of talents like you that has the versatility because he can play the four, five. Maybe he's skilled enough to even play as a big three. This kid is a very, very intriguing, a really nice talent. And I think so much of you, I'm going to allow you to anchor my second unit minus our best player. Mm -hmm. Jason Kidd just gave him the ultimate respect. The other guys may need Luca, you know, for instance, JaVale McGee needs Luca to throw him alley hoops and yes. all the other things. Finney Smith and these guys need Luca to break the defense down and get the corner three. Mm-hmm. But Christian, when you come in the game, we're going to run the offense through you. 
so that we can play a full 48 minute games and have a, a scoring threat on the floor. I can't think of a, I can't think of anything that's better than that, but you got to see it. We didn't come here to average points with Luka Doncic. We just came here. I just heard JaVale McGee say, we're trying to win a championship. Yep, they got to the Commerce Finals last year. They took out the best team in the NBA. That regular now, season team. Can, how many people can match up with Woods coming off the bench? Think about that. Mm-hmm. And you it's, can go big with him. You can go little with him. You can play him in Luka four or five. You can do so many things. You mm-hmm. can play the offense through him. You can play pick and pop, pick and roll, stretch, half court. Now, maybe he doesn't understand yet. Maybe he's still in the, well, I got to start and do, maybe. But it's not about who starts, it's about who finishes the game. No, it's not who finishes, who wins this game. You're not Mm -hmm. coming there to start or to finish. You got to win now playing with Luca. Mm -hmm. You got to win now. All the, all of that figuring out who you are is over with. Now you got to win. So I would hope that Mr. Woods would understand what's going on there. Mm-hmm. He has a phenomenal opportunity. He didn't come there to start. He didn't come there to finish a game. He came there to win. Mm-hmm. And right now they're trying to figure out the combination. Who's going to do the following. Someone's got to defend. Someone has to rebound the ball and someone's got to pass it. We know who's going to do all the passing there. We know who's going to get all the shots there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's already done. He's got to the conference finals by himself, basically. Mm -hmm. Now, who's going to do the other stuff that he can't do? Well, what he doesn't do well, he he doesn't block shots. Oh, we got JaVale McGee for that. He doesn't rebound the basketball double figures plus or whatever. Okay. We got We got rebounders now. We got shooters that he can pass to spacing and we got guys who can guard the other guys, offensive guys, so that we don't have to tire him out and wear him out. Mm -hmm. Now, Mr. Woods, where do you fit into this? They got to the conference finals last year. Now, when I think about it, I don't think he got to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Has he ever been in the playoffs? Christian Wood, he was in. Detroit, so it would have been no. Then he was in Houston, so then it would have been no. I'm trying to think. Have I seen Christian Woods in the playoffs? I don't think so. Christian okay. Wood. Um, what, what is, yeah, no, he's, what, I don't think he's ever what, been in the playoffs, no. So right now, let's figure this one out. Because he was brought there with a purpose. And the purpose is, is to be a matchup nightmare. And he has an opportunity to score 20 points. Is it going to be very hard to score 20 points playing with Luca consistently because Luca is, he's the offense. Mm-hmm. He is the offense. That's a fact. Mo, if Christian Wood doesn't win six, he should be the six man of the year. He's my early pick for six man of the year. Oh, he, he's, the runaway, Jason he, he's the runaway pick for six man of the year. Six like I don't think year. anyone else will compete for that then. Yeah, I'd be shocked if, if he did. embraces if he embraces yeah. his role. Mm-hmm. But I hope he sees it. I, I really do. I hope he sees this and what it is because it's not about starting. I mean, this guy, this kid is going to play massive 
minutes. They need him. They didn't bring him there to, they need him. He's a, but I just hope he, I hope he gets it. My favorite part of media day, Greg Popovich, as honest as ever. They asked him, Coach Pop, what made what motivates you to keep returning year after year? Guess what he said? What motivates um, Greg Popovich to keep the free, coming back the free, year the, after the, year? The red wine on the plane. Nope. <laughs> Way simpler than that. He said, my paycheck. Coach Popovich securing a bag. He also said, if you're planning on going to Vegas and betting money on the Spurs, don't do it. At least he's being honest. At least he's giving us some honesty. Coach Popovich is honest and as candid as ever. Now, there was one thing that I have a conspiracy about, BJ, as I'm in my conspiracy bag these days because the offseason is taking its toll on me. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready. The Miami Heat's media day. What was the biggest talking point from the Miami Heat's media? Oh, uh, okay. Can I talk? Uh, no, no, okay. no. you got to let me finish. 20. First. 20. I, I, I'm going to give it 20. Okay, I got to give it 20. Because I like to stay on the court. I need a 20-second no, no, no. timeout. No, no, no. You're going to let me finish my conspiracy theory. I know you're going to have your... I'm going to give it to you. But when you said the Miami Heat, I just got to say one thing. You, 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 you brought something up. Uh-huh. Did you see this kid, Jimmy Butler's hair? Yes. Jimmy Butler, who's adamant he doesn't have extensions in, came with full dreadlocks to media day. And this is why I have the conspiracy. I'm convinced that the Miami Heat organization told Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, we have done nothing to improve this offseason. We need you to distract everyone from this before they start asking us questions about why we didn't improve the team. And that is why he's come out with the hair. That's my theory. What do you think? How long do we expect this distraction to last? I think we'll be gone. But it was like LeBron putting up the picture of himself being bold the other day. And then he turns up with a full head of hair this week. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When is the season? When is the season started? Well, soon you, enough. Because you know, yeah, guess you what, got, yeah, you got, got too news. much time right now. I've got yeah. great news. The Golden State Warriors. See Pat, first of all, I can't see Pat Riley doing that. By the way. Okay. 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 If you say so. If you say so. Great news. The Golden State Warriors are getting on a plane tomorrow morning. Do you know where they're going? Okay. Do you know they're where they're playing going? in Japan? Aren't they? Aren't they yeah, playing in Japan? Right. They're going to Japan to take on the Washington Wizards. So it may be preseason, but NBA basketball will soon be returning. Golden State Warriors will be in Japan to take on the Wizards. An extremely UK-friendly tip-off time of 11 a.m. BJ, I think you'll probably be asleep because it's like 3 a.m. for you, right? But 11 a.m., if you're up, we can do a watch-along with the fans on playback like we did in the playoffs. We can get that cooking. Some nice preseason basketball. But in the meantime, we'll continue the podcast and we'll keep going after that. This has been another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. I'm sure there's a lot more to come from Media Day. We'll be breaking it down further on tomorrow's show. But until then, make sure you subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. Before you sign off. BJ's got more. Go ahead. Before you sign off. Before you sign off. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to picture you with Jimmy Butler's dress. I just wanted to say that. Get buckets. (laughs) Now now that you said that, someone's going to Photoshop it, and I'm not ready for that. But anyway. Please do. Send it to me. (laughs) That's what I want. That's what I want everyone to do. 
Sinmo Photoshop with dreads. That's it. That's it. Not just dreads. Jimmy Butler's dreads. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's dreads. That's right. That's what we want. <laughs> okay. Links in the bio. Get your copy of 2K. Join the Discord. Let's talk buckets. Subscribe to the show. Tell a friend. Share with a friend. All that good stuff. And until next Mo time. Mo Buckets. That's his name. Mo Buckets. Mo Buckets. <laughs> As we always do. Signing off. Get buckets. <laughs>